He was handsome, stunningly so, with tawny eyes and a thick mane of golden hair. Only he wasn't here for me. He was talking to Iris, which meant my 17-year-old sister was officially getting more action than me at the offering ceremony. I blew out a sigh and tried not to wince. Just perfect. I haven't been able to look away from you all night. I have to know your name. Iris's smile faltered, and she glanced from me to the tawny god, and back again before answering, Oh, um, I'm not... She gestured to her white dress, and he glanced at it too, though he didn't seem nearly as concerned as Iris. I'm not of age yet. My sister, though. Iris cleared her throat and gestured my way. I straightened, shame burning the back of my throat. She's... Right. He nodded, glancing from my face to the crimson gown that effectively marked me as meat up for auction. How do you do? He couldn't have sounded less interested if he was a butcher asking what cut of meat I preferred. I could practically see the comparisons between my sister and I whizzing through his mind. Not that I could blame him. In our family, Iris had always been the great beacon of hope for our parents, the one chance for the eldritch name to leave the farming legacy behind and rise in the ranks of society and create a new generation of royalty. Iris had all the markings of a princess, after all, the sleek, golden hair with bright amber eyes, and cheekbones so high they made her already angular face look almost otherworldly. Her graceful form was lean and long, trim and agile. When she moved, it was almost like watching water traveling downstream, effortless and fluid. In short, Iris was everything a lioness ought to be, with healthy females of an age to procreate in short supply since the great sick. She was a prize to be sure, the illness had swept the land, wiping out thousands of our kind, and almost exclusively young females. In the two decades since, our population was slowly increasing in numbers again, but not quickly enough for our king. Despite lions being the most formidable shifters in Ironhaven and the ruling faction for centuries, our numbers were still perilously low. Talks of a coup by the wolf and bear shifters had been growing louder each year, the king had been very vocal about wanting to ensure we kept our stronghold on the power, and had encouraged young male lions with even a drop of royal blood to find worthy, robust mates to meet that end. Apparently, I did not fit the bill. I closed my eyes and shook my head as the young male before me waited politely for my response. I'm doing quite well, thank you, I replied. But we won't keep you. I'm sure you have other girls you'd like to meet. Perhaps we can speak again later? Relief, plain and clear, washed over his face, and he nodded quickly before rushing off across the tent to another group of lionesses in wait. Good riddance, Iris muttered. What kind of gentleman vies for a girl who is not even on offer? Like trying to take a haunch of venison from the butcher before he even lops it off the carcass, am I right? I snorted, trying to will the stain of humiliation from my cheeks. My off-color joke did the trick, and Iris glanced at me reproachfully before eyeing the crowd again. Gross, she muttered and then shrugged. I wouldn't have been with him anyway. Did you see his shoulders? So narrow. Not something I want to add to the gene pool. It was a lie. His shoulders, 
like all the rest of his parts, were just fine. No, my sister was as kind as she was lovely, and she felt bad that he'd spurned me. Even more of a reason to make like the fact that I still hadn't caught the eye of a single male all evening didn't bother me a bit. Like me, she was a victim of circumstance and I wasn't about to add to her burden. Iris tipped her beautiful blonde head toward a man sitting alone at one of the tables in the center of the room. Who's that? She asked softly, a gleam lighting her gaze. I had noticed him too a few minutes before. Even sitting down, it was easy to tell he was tall. In fact, if he stood, I might have guessed he'd tower over most of the lions in the room, princes included. Unlike the majority of the other men present who had thick manes of hair ranging from blonde to light brown, his was dark, shot with hints of red whenever the candles flickered near him. Instead of making him stand out like a sore thumb,